Hello there, welcome back, and thank you so much for clicking that little button there on your phone or your computer and taking a listen today. This is the Coach Harris Show, Harris Benjamin here, and today's episode is going to be a brief solo episode where I'm going to talk to you about why I do what I do with regards to coaching people on strength, movement, and overall fitness. I want to talk about this because if you've listened to any of the podcasts in the past, if you are viewing any of the content that I have out there, if you are a client of mine, if we've worked together in the past, or you're considering becoming one, whatever it is, I want you to know why I do what I do. And the first word, the first answer is you, honestly, right? It's it's because of the people that I work with that I'm able to be so excited, so driven to keep continuing the practices that I have in place, right? The content that I create, the training sessions that I put on with clients. I love it because it is so satisfying to see people not just getting stronger with their weights, with their reps, with their training sessions, right? But to mentally become a better version of themselves, to become people who live a life of strength, right? Who view obstacles as opportunities, who do things differently because of what we accomplish through training. I love that. So today I'm going to talk to you as if you don't know anything about me because you may not. And I'll just offer a little bit of information there and hopefully that can help us connect on a deeper level for any future communication that we have. That's my goal today. So I'm gonna start by telling you a little more about what I do right now why I do it as I just explained. And then I'm going to start back at the beginning and just give you my basically back's life story, right? As as simply as I can. So currently I am working pretty much fully remote online, uh, partly because of the weather and all going on in the world. But I am working on virtual training sessions with clients. So anywhere from one to three times a week, I will have clients call into me via FaceTime right? I will have a plan, customized program ready to go on my computer that I will guide them through. I will walk them through and I will take the detailed necessary notes to accompany that session. Uh, as they go through those sessions, we will discuss habits for the week to come. We'll discuss the week prior, how we can best adjust to help them meet their goals and to just, again, live a life of strength and to feel great doing it. Uh, I also offer other things that don't require the actual face-to-face sessions if that's not always feasible for whatever reason, such as just programming, accountability, um, audio and voice checking in via however however one needs to do it, and other coaching of that sort. So that's basically where I'm at right now. I have been a strength and conditioning, strength and fitness coach, coach for four years now. Uh, the first three and a half or so were fully in gyms, right? I was working for somebody else. I was working in a corporate setting or a private gym setting, all of which I enjoyed greatly, all of which taught me much of what I know, um, all of what I know as far as working with people directly. But about three months ago, I decided to make the switch into operating my own coaching business. So today's date, as I'm speaking, is April 5th, 2021. I left the previous gym that I worked at in December of 2020 and went went at it myself, right? It's been really great since then. It's been a great change of pace to have the ownership and control of how I operate with my clients. I think it's 
better serve them in every goal that we have had together. So if we back it up now to my start, I was born and raised in Rockville, Maryland, a small town about 20 minutes from Washington, D.C. I lived there for my first 18 years uh, and just, you know, had a pretty pretty regular life there. I went to school, didn't focus on school that much at all. I was a pretty bad student, honestly, not because of intelligence or uh, skill, but because of a lack of focus in a lot of areas. I think I always had a lot of energy. I always had a lot of curiosity, but it would be in many different directions. Uh, I tried out a lot of things. I was very curious, as I just said, but I wasn't always focused on the discipline of school. So an outlet for me was activity. I am not one of those strength coaches who grew up with a super athletic background and got into it that way. Definitely not. I played baseball for 10 years, but that was mostly through my youth. I uh, wasn't, wasn't very good by any real standards, but I enjoyed it. And when I was 15 or so, I got into golf. Golf was a full transition from baseball. I stopped baseball fully at that point. And golf was the first thing physically that I really got good at, honestly. I, like I said, wasn't that talented at baseball. I just enjoyed playing it. But I seemed to have a knack for golf as I got the the practice underway. And that was the first physical thing of my life that I really connected with in terms of practice and progression and improvement because it was a solo sport. It was something I did for myself and it was very, very objective, which I loved, right? You either had a good score relative to your average or a bad score and you can assess that, you can improve on that and it just took so many hundreds and thousands of repetitions and dozens and hundreds of hours of practice. So that was really a really big part of my life for those couple years in mid high school. Uh, but none of that, none of those sports included training, strength, fitness of any kind. It wasn't until my 16th birthday or a little bit after, right? That kind of summer, I was born in June that I started to discover strength training. From what I remember, it's a little vague, but I was at a sort of summer camp that would help me kind of prepare my academics and um, just improve on my schoolwork for the following year. It was in a different state. And there I met a few friends and we would go to the gym a couple times a week. I didn't know anything about it, but I started to get that bug of, okay, I want to build my body. I want to look better. I want to feel better, get stronger uh, because I had pretty much no muscle. I was 125 pounds soaking wet, I think at five foot nine. Uh, very light, no muscle definition, no muscle tone. I couldn't lift a thing. You know, I just didn't have that awareness of my body apart from regular sports. So I really got interested there. And a few months later, um, was fortunate enough to kind of full on take on the fitness route. I really just started to love it. I started to research, watch videos, watch, read articles, and I went all in. Uh, I think that is something candidly that I've always been about with anything that I've pursued. I've always been someone that when I find the type of thing or the type of person I like to work with or whatever it is that fits and seems like it really makes sense, I go all in and I focus in on that and I love it. So now working out and lifting weights was that thing. I didn't have any help in terms of friends or family members or peers that actually knew what they were doing. I didn't have a trainer uh, nothing like that, but the internet was my help. I found a few 
like heroes, let's call them, right? People I really looked up to on YouTube, um, on different media sources that taught me a lot of what I knew about technique, about discipline, about workout structure. And that was really, really helpful. Uh, Elliot Hulse was probably the biggest influence. He's, he's a phenomenal strength coach. I found him on YouTube. And then the late, unfortunately, Greg Plitt was another really big player with, uh, with, in terms of mindset for me and kind of becoming more of a man. Because again, I didn't have that. I, I was 16. I, I didn't really have that kind of structure or control with my life. Uh, nothing to put, put effort into as far as I remember. And looking up to these certain people and seeing how they carried themselves really influenced me a lot. So that was a big part of what got me driven further into training and loving it like I did. For the first few years, it was me in my basement or me in my college gym when I got to that point of just like six days a week, seven days a week sometimes. I was working out like crazy almost every day, long workouts. Uh, I honestly still didn't know what I was doing. The structure of my workouts is pretty bad. I tend tended to do a lot of volume, a lot of sets and reps that I didn't need to do. And I would, you know, just kind of make the the crazy mistakes that we actually need to make to learn. Um, I will take this really quick back to my present day. And that is something that I have found to be most valuable in my coaching style is that I coach from a place of the experiences that I've had and I've seen people go through, right? I'm not just telling people to practice certain things because I think they're best or whatever. It's because I have for many, many years gone through a lot of the hardships, a lot of the challenges that people face with their fitness, with their health, with their movement. And I've tried everything, right? I've read hundreds, if not thousands of articles, thousands of hours of videos, right? Of all of this stuff. And I've I felt what is challenging. I felt the struggle and I've had to to overcome that. So that's a lot of where my coaching comes from. And another point with that is that I don't serve as a babysitter for my clients. I don't serve as a um, a genie for my clients in the sense that I don't just make everything easy and come true right away and perfect, right? That's not the goal. Even though one might think that, right? By hiring a coach, all the problems go away and they fix everything. I don't think so. My goal is to help guide the struggle for people because there's going to be struggle. There should be struggle. There needs to be struggle if you want to really learn and grow. You can't just have the progress happen and have all these amazing results and never have any kind of adversity. Otherwise, you're not going to sustain it. You're not going to learn from it, and it may not even happen in the first place. So my guide, my goal is to help people navigate that struggle, not let the struggle deter them or make them quit, but to use it as a roadmap of what to do next, how to push through, how to mentally stay engaged, all right? Once I got to college, actually about no, two years into college, I remember this specifically. I was in the college gym, still just going at it myself, my normal way of watching videos, following programs online. And I met this guy who was a little older than me. And I was just, I mean, I was amazed at the shit he was doing. Like I've seen tons of videos and I've watched powerlifters and bodybuilders, but in person, I haven't seen that many in, like incredible lifters before. And this guy was just effortlessly back squatting 400 pounds, almost 500 pounds. He was doing what I didn't know 
at the time was a snatch, a barbell snatch with like 250 pounds, pretty easy, all this amazing stuff that I wasn't used to seeing. So I ended up talking to him and at some point, whatever happened, I found him on Facebook. I saw some more videos of him and the videos were connected to the gym that he trained at, which was a gym 10 minutes from campus called Force Fitness. So I ended up calling Force. I went out there on a weekend just to inquire about training and how that might look because I thought it would be nice to have a new change of scenery, learn from somebody, and possibly you know get some help and, and learn this new sport of Olympic weightlifting, which I wasn't familiar with. I ended up meeting the owner, talking to him, and joining as a member. And I ended up becoming part of this kind of weightlifting club where I would get programs written for me, customized, and I would lift with these guys, right? All of which were incredible strength athletes. They were very highly trained. I was not. Um, I had the format. I knew what I was doing in some things, but I was pretty much out of my element there. All of them were very welcoming, very helpful. It was awesome. But I had a really good experience for about nine months just learning the sport. I competed in a couple weightlifting meets, and I had some great education. It was at that time, right right after I did those meets, about nine months into this gym, that I really started to notice what was happening in the other part of force, of this facility. And that was that there were coaches who would walk around the floor space and coach people. It wasn't one-on-one. It was what's called semi-private. So basically, members would come in, get a custom assessment, a custom program written for them by one of the coaches, and then any of the two to four coaches on the floor would help that client go through their program multiple times a week. It was an awesome atmosphere. There was music playing. There was turf. There was heavy weights, ropes, sleds, and lots of people with great culture training and getting after it, and I love that. I've never at this point thought of personal training or coaching as a career. I was on the road to doing physical therapy. Honestly, like real honesty, my grades were not at all good enough, but I didn't think there was any other option. That's what I was going for. Uh, I likely wouldn't have gotten into PT school if I really pursued it, at least not at that time. But luckily, I realized that this gym had an internship. It was an unpaid 20-hour-a-week coaching internship where you do all the things, right? You clean the gym, you get dressed, you follow the coaches around, you learn the programming, everything for about four months, three to four months over a summer. And I did this internship and I absolutely loved it. It was so eye-opening to me because at the time, like I said, I was thinking of the physical therapy route and I didn't realize that you could work, you could make money, you could do these things that people do for their livelihoods while doing the thing that you love. Right. This was the first moment in my entire life that I considered working fully in a way that I loved. Right. I've seen people with jobs, with career paths, and people are complaining. They hate what they do. All these people, and I never wanted to be like that. I was confused in school. That's why I wasn't doing good in school because I just I didn't know what route I wanted to go. Right. I didn't have these desires for any of these fields, for any of these things. And I couldn't ever see myself working nine to five in a job doing something I didn't love, right? And after this internship, I realized that I could be on my feet, active, doing the thing that I love the most with people that I really care about for my work. So I decided to pursue more. I scheduled a meeting after this internship with one of the trainers there who was like a mentor to me, who was very, very 
generous with his time and his energy and his knowledge. And after some coffee, I basically asked him if I could work there. I told him I love the place. I love the message that everyone was sharing, and I really wanted to learn more. Um, I didn't know if they were hiring or if they wanted more people, but I just kind of threw it out there. And he told me that he really liked what he saw, and he thought that I would be a great fit. And one thing led to another, and they gave me a position. So for the next uh, year and a half or so, I worked at this gym. I would go there. It was more part-time just based on school and uh, the amount of availability they had, but I would work semi-private, so I would go into this gym as I did throughout the internship, but I would be on the floor as one of the main coaches, right? So I would come in, I would lead athletes through their warm-ups, right? Middle school and high school athletes through their warm-ups, put them through certain training sessions. I would train general adults on their strength and conditioning programs. I spent a few times a week leading a group class where I would kind of help prepare a workout, and I would lead five to 12 people through a simultaneous workout together. It was a lot of fun. There was a lot of things going on there, but I really learned a lot. And even though I didn't know a lot about coaching and training in general before this, I had the feeling that these people knew what they were doing. There was a lot of people in this industry that either don't have the right information, don't have the right mindset around what personal training and coaching is, or they might have the wrong intentions. And it's hard to find really, really knowledgeable, experienced, understanding people in this industry. And these people were definitely those. So I'm extremely fortunate to have a foundation as strong as I do from these people. And that's what has led me to kind of the the path that I'm on now. So fast forward, right? I had a great experience at this gym. The time came that I knew I was ready to leave Indiana. That's the state that I was going to school in, the state that I was working in, and I had to uh, had to choose a new path. So I decided to leave the gym. It was bittersweet, you know. I loved it, but I ended up moving back home just for like three weeks, just to get my bearings, and then deciding what city to move to full time. Uh, that city ended up being New York. I tried out a few other cities. I didn't love a lot of them. But after some visits and a little bit of persistence, because at first I did not like New York, I ended up really seeing the beauty that it had, and I loved everything about the city. So in August of 2018, I moved to New York, and I did so with just getting a job at a corporate-style personal training gym. I did some interviews, and I, I looked at a lot of places, and I ended up getting offered a position there. And I kind of just ran with that. You know, I started living in New York. I got an apartment, started working in this gym. And this gym was great in that it was a whole different experience, right? It wasn't a small private athletic training facility, but it was a larger corporate chain uh, with a lot more people. And they had, you know, there was differences in many ways, but the one thing that was great that held true was that the people were amazing, Right. I was learning from great people. I had a really good group of friends that came from this, like my best friends throughout the the time in New York. And I just made so many connections and um, a lot of great things came from that. The part of the business and the coaching that I learned here that I did not learn in my previous position was the beginning ends of it, right? It was meeting somebody on the gym floor from first conversation and putting them through an entire assessment and then getting them to want to train, 
right? Getting them signed up for training, getting them to pay, and then setting them up with a program and then walking them through, right? So every single thing start to finish was on me. The first position I had was great in the coaching respects, but somebody else would do some of the programming. Somebody else did the sales and the marketing and all that, right? So now I had to do everything, which was a great learning experience. It was necessary. And I rolled with that for uh, about two years. I was at this gym. And again, I, I built up a lot of the relationships that I have today. I met a lot of amazing people. I learned a lot of the lessons that I needed to learn to eventually get to where I am now, which is running my own business. I wouldn't have been able to do that if it wasn't for the people at this facility because I really learned a lot of what I know. Fast forward to present day. What I've been focusing on currently lately is defining what the change is that I seek to make, right? Because I think the industry, the fitness industry has so much good. It has a lot of bad, right? A lot of a lot of false claims, a lot of misleading marketing, a lot of harmful products and pieces of information out there. That is that is in general what I seek to counter, right? I want the messages that I share, what I do to counter that stuff and do better. But that wasn't good enough for me. And that's not good enough for me just to be general and say, I help people improve their fitness. Because while that is true, I don't think that's enough to get people excited. It's not necessarily enough to get me excited, right? I want to really dig deep into what the specific change is that I want to help people overcome or go through, right? And there's going to be a lot of little ones, you know, it's going to evolve over time. But right now, what I have come to um, simplify it as is these two things, and they both work together. One thing, as far as the mental side of all this, is I want to help people appreciate and understand and realize the importance of using fitness and strength training as a tool in which you can improve your physical, mental, and emotional state. What do I mean? We often look at training and at fitness as something to improve the way our body looks, to improve our performance on a specific exercise, right? And all these outcome-based goals, which are great. They guide us. We'll always work towards them, and there's no problem there. But a problem potentially is if we overlook the importance of what fitness really is all about. And that is who you become in the process of practicing the, the work, right? The training. Even if I go do an amazing workout right now and I don't immediately get jacked and get strong and do all these amazing things from that, which you wouldn't, right? Because nothing comes from one session alone. What I will get out of that amazing session is a sense of clarity, an endorphin high, which we all know about, but more importantly, right, my state, my emotional, my mental state should always usually be clearer, stronger, more focused, happier, more confident, right? All of these things that come from the actual session on a given day. And that is one of the most important things about fitness to me, right? Is yes, I like these outcome goals, but the practice is what's so important. Knowing that if I'm having a bad day, if I am having an okay day, but I want a better day, right? If I want to be at my best with the other things I do, my family, my work, my relationships with friends, right? The way that I am in society, if I want to be a better version of myself, right? A more 
charismatic, confident, happy, helpful, useful person. I can go put myself under some heavy weight, put myself through a hard conditioning session, right? Do something that makes me have to transcend into a better, stronger mental state. And that new sense of myself is going to carry over into the rest of the day. It always does. So the biggest thing that I want to help people change if they need this is that mindset of that fitness is just for the outcomes. I want people to no matter what's going on with their goals or their outcomes or their progress or lack thereof to continue to practice hard training because it is such a great tool to make our lives better and more useful. Okay. That's the big thing. With that, right, where it becomes more than just the mindset and actually the, the, the fitness stuff, you know, what I do, training people, is the practical approach. Yes, you can go do hard stuff and get a lot of those benefits, but if you don't know what you're doing, if you don't have the right techniques, the right training programs, you might be inefficient, you might be wasting a lot of time, you might be setting yourself up to hurt yourself, which will not help the goal of stronger mental and physical states, right? Right. And you might just not be enjoying it as much, right? If you don't know what you're doing and if you feel all over the place. So the specific goal that I have is to teach people perfect, proper technique on all movement patterns, right? To move like an athletic human in the right ways, how to create programs that make sense for them, their life, their goals, their wants, their needs, right? I don't just program for my clients. I teach my clients how to program. I teach them how to build these workouts so they can do it forever. Right? And all the other little intricacies and nuances of fitness and health and nutrition and training so people feel empowered and confident to do it forever. So those are really I know that was a long-winded answer, but the simple takeaways of what I'm trying to work on and what I'm here today talking to you about and what I'll always always be talking to you about in any of my content is I want you to use fitness as a daily practice to enhance your day and your entire life, right? By becoming a stronger version of yourself and to know how to do that in a safe, smart, and intelligent manner, right? So thank you so much for listening in today. I may may make another one of these in the future, you know, with deeper dives into parts of my life and other things. 95% of my content is not going to be focused on myself or my my background necessarily in, in things outside of fitness, Uh, maybe, you know, if it's relevant, it might be, but most of it is going to be focused on specific takeaways for you on the stuff I just mentioned and any helpful stories from my past, my, my clients, my own fitness experience that may help you. Right. But for today, I wanted to go a little bit more into my personal background, because if you're listening to this, then that tells me that you in some way are interested in what I have to say, which I am forever grateful for. And I would love for us to connect better, which starts with me sharing a little bit more about myself. So Thank you so much. I'm going to leave it there. I will talk to you in the next episode. I hope you have an amazing day. Reach out to me anytime if you need or if you want, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care.